0: What's up, guys? Our wrestling podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Just the Total Package and Craig, the British Bulldog, bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. Well, I'm no Craig. inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the Hi. diehards sharing opinions with you. Today's topic burned in our memories. Part deal. <laughs> For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, Or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you give us a solid and follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWB2019? Or on Facebook at Our Wrestling No, Podcast. you know what they can we do instead so of that? Fun. Instead of doing something constructive oh, and listening
1: to instead of listening being constructive and like following mm-hmm. us and all that, they could just harp on like a hard camera picture from double or nothing about how empty it is. And no, or they can go to daily, go to daily, daily motion, motion. motion, daily
0: motion. Yeah. Go to daily
1: motion, daily motion, daily motion.
0: Under the same OWP, right? Uh, yep. All wrestling so. podcast
1: in daily motion, but it's uncensored. So we can put video up there and stupid YouTube can't uh, edit us. We say terrible Which things. Yeah, like, <laughs> I say terrible things on every show, and they never edit that. But like when I put any a second of a video up, they're like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, copyright!" Everybody, calm down.
2: I have opinions, Super and down. people need to hear them. Politics, <laughs> races, animals—you yeah, right. name it. Daily motion but, uncensored.
1: You put up a. Uh, you put up Sam Houston versus Terry Gibb one time, and they're like, "Fuck you! What are you doing? What are you doing?" WWE owns this. No.
0: No 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 Uh, uh-uh. well i'll tell you we had so much fun with burning our memories uh part one this is the part two and we uh, just decided to do all over again this is a lot of fun there's always those memories that are in a wrestling moment or any moment where you're like yeah that's a core I, memory now i will, I will, never, will never forget, forget that forget yeah that.
1: whatever moment that you remember it could be from a match it could be from a promo it could be from an attack uh vignette behind the scenes or whatever but something that uh, burns in your memory a couple the ones that we covered i told you the one that inspired me on the last one was someone i read on twitter said a moment that they think about every day is when brett pushed vince down uh with the blue steel cage in the background on monday Night raw and he actually cussed and then i referred to vince as sort of the owner ish and that was the first time way before austin well not way before but before austin uh The Vince McMahon character became a thing. It was just, and Brett was said bullshit, and Brett said all this stuff live on Raw. And it was like, what? So I was like, what a great topic. So some of the ones that we covered in the first one was uh, Brock Lesnar murdering himself, uh, trying to do the Shooting Star Press, WrestleMania 19. I want to say we covered Tully Blanchard almost getting murdered. It was a murder episode, apparently. Uh, Tully Blanchard almost getting murdered by Magnum TA when he rammed the wooden thing. Uh, And we uh, covered some other things as well on that one but i sent you guys a text before prohibiting you from uh using reusing the same ones so now Aww. a whole new batch we're just going to go around the room we're going to go Never around the room and it. talk about it. Do you wanna, it you want to you want to rock us off craig i don't know what that oh yeah, me rock and, right. rock and
2: roll i had a yes you. okay so this is also going to be bloody because i think a lot yeah, of the burden and memories are when when you're younger the stuff that kind of shocks you a little bit so in the intense parts of wrestling so i think we've talked about this in previous episodes but I, i'll it's worth kind of repeating but this was a very very early one for me but it was the most intense uh, i wasn't a big nwa fan so for wwf on superstars to see this uh was quite quite shocking and it was 1988 um it was right before the run-up of Summerslam. Gonna,
1: you're gonna take my fucking shit no, <laughs> Ron Bass Do and it. Beefcake. Outlaw Ron Bass and, and BB, Brutus oh, Beefcake. Oh, yep. fuck, go I'm go sorry, go dude. I'm I sorry. Got I got more. I love it. Okay. I love it.
2: That's fantastic. Um. Yeah, so it was uh-huh. Outlaw Ron Bass when he took, was it Bessie or Betsy, his cowbell, and hogtied it and wrapped it around Beefcake's neck and then took his rusty spur and then Brutus just boo. on Brutus Beefcake. Yeah. And, and then just... You know, kept ripping but it in. was what
1: what makes me so i'm gonna jump on it here because this was gonna be my first one too how fucking crazy is that yeah. um it was uncomfortable so they yeah. put an x they put an x that said censored but beefcake was flailing away so you'd catch glimpses of his yes. head and uh it was uncomfortable like i can't describe it i don't like certain scenes like this in movies where someone's totally helpless and they're being tortured yeah. And beefcake just got hit with the bell, and then he was kind of uh, tied up a little bit. And then outlaw just he dropped to his knees, like super like villainy, yeah. and then just started raking it yeah. like across his head, but like slow yeah. and like methodic, yeah. almost like the scene in a Silence uh, oh, mean, of the Lambs. Remember when it. he finally gets out oh. of the cage and the cops, and when yeah. he kills the cop, he's all hell. Oh, oh. Like he's just so he takes pleasure in it. It's so evil and so awful, and that's <laughs> what like. <I> thought- <laughs>
0: It was
2: sadistic. I thought you were going to go a different way. It was oh, super were- sadistic. No. And then they <laughs> then they turned it just, black and white. So not only did they put a red X and censored, <laughs> then at some points they, they turned it black and white. You guys are filthy.
3: kick is helpless. He's almost had the life choked out on him. Fast. He's waking on the forehead. He's cutting, that's what he's done. This is vicious, McMahon, vicious. One pass, holding that spur high for all to see, and he's used it on the head. kick. No no, 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 I honestly,
0: it? no, I thought, I, not even that, I he's honestly kidding. thought he was going to say Wyatt Earp in uh, in oh. Tumso, where he, where he rips the guy with, the, with the back of his spur, and blood just comes down. All, I thought you were going to... That's right. It was, uh, right and Jesse Ventura
1: it was, was, was almost way, like, yeah, enjoying the way he did it. it. And I felt as a kid, I felt like beefcakes helpless. And like, I don't like that feeling. And like, it's a weird, like wrapped yeah. feeling and you can't stop like the person from doing something evil. Like,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it, was out, it was Saturday morning at 10 AM where we lived in, in California. So it was a big red X and then it was black and white and it was on, and it basically, it knocked a uh, beefcake out of the Summerslam match, which honky tonk man eventually, um, lost to the warrior on that Summerslam. So, yeah um but it was yeah. uh yeah dude it was profound and powerful And i remember being like i don't like that it was like <laughs> i think it was i was 12 or 13 at the time but it was like i don't know did yeah. we see the red blood when it was on Superstars? Well, I can't remember. It wasn't black
1: and white, it wasn't black and white originally. It, they made it that way later when they would yeah. do like uh, real shows on it, like uh, when yeah. the network started. But yeah, it was
2: just the X and then you could see it because beefcake was You see was the blood on, on the
1: – And you would see the blood, yeah. So it was just like, yeah, it was kind of – There's an uncensored Canadian
2: version on YouTube of it where you can actually see the total gash of beefcake. Of course you found one. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere out there.
3: Like sorry, sorry, that's
2: that's so crazy we actually do not speak about yeah. this stuff before we hit the air so that's crazy that was the same one
1: yeah so <laughs> yeah, well that's I'll, wild. I'll jump in real quick in my backup one and this is this go, with blood which is funny so my second one was uh it's a little bit more inside and it's when we first figured out how they cut each other <laughs> and so, we did a we did a wrestlemania 2 review where the first thing that craig and i did we saw were king kong bundy at wrestlemania 2 Cut himself after Hogan threw him against the cage. And then Hogan gets him in like a front face lock and starts punching him. And then the blood. So Craig and I were around a million times, saw where Bundy got it from, saw him stuff it down in the front of his tights. and it was awesome. But the second one, this is the one that I wanted. That's all the burn in my memory was the one from WrestleMania seven where Sergeant Slaughter Hogan is draped outside of the ring. Sergeant Slaughter's on the outside of the ring and hits him in the face with a steel chair as Hogan is selling getting hit to the steel chair, rolling on his back. He's cutting himself in mid-roll, which was the most amazing thing we'd ever seen. And then he leaves it on the ground and Slaughter gets in there and realizes that he's bleeding and goes for the cover and the, you see the referee grab it, put it in his pocket and then count the two count and Hogan kicks out and then Slaughter starts picking him in the face yeah. and making it bleed more and Craig and I like, were like, oh magi- "Magicians at like, work, oh yeah. 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 of was, hand." it was the slickness day. of Hogan cutting himself was fucking amazing and then it was the it's referee not, like knowing, knowing right where Hogan was going to set it no, and grabbing awesome it puts it in his pocket and then starts counting the pin but if you don't yeah. know what you're looking for, you'll miss it it's fucking amazing, it's burned in my forever like
3: oh, no, i better, say he was trying to get the he's looking for the victory here 2 I mean, and a split wide open. busted wide open, the Huston the yeah, first time will, you uh, see a blade
2: will, and see right. how it's done it is like it is when you don't believe in Santa anymore it's kind of like one yeah. of those moments where' you're like what the yeah. fuck? well
0: the art form now is is lost I mean we we saw a guy at uh in in Los Angeles just blade and it was totally visible it was I'm gonna look just the blade right there and I was kind of excited but then I was kind of disappointed I was like you didn't even try to hide
2: it and now it's done um, hard way now it's Brock running his head right into an if exposed, you're gonna do it rusty right, turnbuckle. and
0: you're gonna yeah you're gonna do it right, and you're gonna do it on on pay per view, national TV and WWE. You're gonna do it hard way. I think it's the mm-hmm. only way you are going to do it. Or you're Becky, gonna, they're not gonna let you take a blade. Putting her
2: in. nose, Trish driving it right now. Yeah,
0: through, driving her own self to the mat. Well, that that's kind of. Oh, I'll, but I'll, I'm
2: sorry. I'll, you know what? That's only in one side yeah. of the uh, the the other coin is Moxie bleeds every single Wednesday Some with sex. a blade. Yeah, and so, right and do not really care if the that's hard cameras
1: funny. on him or not, or the cameras on him. He just stuck and does it like he doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. Well, he can be yeah. like Flair or Abby yeah. and just flick his head now and
3: just. <laughs>
0: <laughs> real, real what? good transition before we lose it. My, my, uh, my burn memory actually is, is a Becky Lynch memory. It's not that long ago. A lot of people will talk about when Becky finally turned and, uh, you know, beat the crap out of Charlotte. Um, that, that was a, that was a major memory for them. For me, I was like, that was really good, but is, is this going to work? And for me, the, the part that was burning, my remember, and, I, and I, I turned and told my family, like, she just she just got made right here in this moment.
3: Becky's proud of herself. And she delivered. There's no doubt about that. If the man wanted to send a message to Ronda Rousey, she delivered loud and clear. The question is, will this annihilation continue Sunday at Survivor Series, led by what has become a personal, a Vicious war between Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. She
0: made Becky Lynch in this moment. And when Becky kind of goes back up through the crowd and blood is just gushing and she's just like, what? What? And the crowd is just exploding in that moment. And I will never forget that because I was like, that was the moment that Becky Lynch was made into, quote unquote, the man. Yeah. It wasn't the time we liked angry Becky where she was going and how she was talking crap on Charlotte. I can't stand you anymore. You're a piece of garbage. But the moment that made her was that SmackDown, um, invasion on raw. And she gets punched so hard that three different bones in her face break and she's gushing blood and she's still fighting. And she's like, what, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. I was like, that was, that for me was definitely the moment that I'll never forget. And and she was getting
1: over huge anyway, after she turned on Charlotte, but that was like the boost that she didn't know she needed.
2: And it just goes to show, no matter what you plan, it's you cannot control everything. You cannot. It, sometimes it's, it takes a moment like that to push push it to the stratosphere, just like Austin's three sixteen line or uh, a pipe bomb or, or a moment that was not planned or something so small. You're not going
0: to believe this. It was. It was. It was 2018. It was nice. Yeah, that's not the that yeah.
2: long ago. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Do you want to go next? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, so we're only doing two each. So I don't know what to do here because I had a couple. I had one from 2013, I had mm-hmm. one from 1989. I'm I think I'm gonna do the one from 1996. And um The end of this is one of the most disappointing things in wrestling history, but the beginning of this thing uh is actually very cool and uh, one of the coolest things he's ever done when you actually listen to the story of how he stands up for himself so i'm sure vince came out and told him to shoot you want to shoot you told me to shoot i shoot so it's when jr returned in 1996 when he's introducing fake razor oh my god yeah so and it was it was like (laughs) heel jr but he kind of broke that uh, fourth wall and basically explained. Was that the like, story. "Look at my
0: face"? Was it that thing? Was... Yes,
2: he explained yeah. that he had Bell's palsy. He explained uh, they had to uh, have a toga at WrestleMania first appearance. Vince was jealous that he couldn't be number one, so he was taken off the air. Then he had Bell's palsy, and then he they he fired my ass. And they say hi- like, he fired my ass, and uh, um, hire me back for fifty cents on the dollar, um, which was probably true. So you can tell there yeah, is venom and there is anger and there is bitterness all through Jr's thing. And then he has to legit kind of bring out an old favorite and then it's fake razor. Uh, yeah, so the whole setup shit. to
1: this was Hall and Nash had already went over and started the NWO. But they Hall would obviously slick his hair back, kept a toothpick in his ear, kept doing the accent and all that stuff. And so they were sort of, when they first became the NWO, they kind of were not going out of their way to tell you that they, they didn't still work. They wanted you to think they kind of worked for the WWF still. So early in the, in the it was an actual, just two outsiders. It was an invasion angle. And so yep. uh, WWF, of course, got to put a cease and desist on that shit and uh, had to tell them that they had to stop doing like D- a Razor Ramon and Diesel-like mannerisms. Um, which Bischoff's like it's fucking bullshit. Like Paul <laughs> carried a toothpick around when he was in WCW years before pick. as a diamond okay. stud. Like, yeah. It's so, like uh so so yeah, and then this was a counter to that where WWF was trying to show off we own the rights to Ramon and Diesel, and we'll make those characters popular no matter who plays them. So Kane, of all people. Glenn Jacobs was the fake diesel and I don't remember the fake razors uh, uh, I can't really, remember him I didn't remember yeah and uh, that. Yeah, didn't after that the <laughs> evil Dennis, dentist Tain became fucking the fake diesel for a while in
3: 1993 I left a great job in Atlanta, Georgia and I left the Atlanta Falcons of the National Football League to go to the recognized leader of sports entertainment the WWF and my I came here to be the primary play-by-play man in the WWF. I don't think anybody here is going to disagree that I'm the best play-by-play man in the whole damn business.
2: What's he doing? I, I really don't know. This so is so I apparent, show up
3: for work the first day at WrestleMania 9 in Las Vegas, Nevada, and they give me a sheet to wear. They said, oh, it's gonna be a toga. You'll look good in a toga, JR. I lead the National Football League for a toga. It's crap. And then, ladies and gentlemen, I go to the first king of the ring in Dayton, Ohio, and I guarantee you, you listen to that broadcast. I carried the broadcast from ringside. And then did you ever wonder Where old JR went to? Why isn't JR doing play by play anymore? Let me tell you why. Because the egotistical owner of the World Wrestling Federation. And you know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about Vince McMahon couldn't stand the competition. Why is he doing this? This is rather unfortunate. So JR disappeared.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember that promo too, and it was a really good promo, although misdirected because the heat. Why make JR heel at all unless you're going to make him a manager full time or whatever, you know? Right. But like, yeah, but Jim Ross got in there and slayed this, and I I remember that that uh promo too.
2: It felt shoot. It felt shoot. Yeah. So
1: I mean, he knew, one, he knew what I was nice. going to say. But yeah, yeah he did, and it was really yep. good. That, that's a really really good one. Um, the next one. Uh, someone that follows us on Facebook, his name is Anthony Groft. And uh, he made a comment when I put this video up, when we debuted the first Burned In Your Memories 1. And he put, uh, he wanted to, he a memory that is burned in his brain is Ric Flair winning the WWF Heavyweight Championship from the Royal Royal Rumble 1992 because he was such a fan of the NWA and the fact that like these lines crossed we talked about it in our Flair episode too, and we've talked about it. We reviewed Royal roman '92 a couple of years ago, yeah. and uh, uh, yeah, it, it meant a lot in the sense that yeah, for people and Joe introduced me to the NWA when I was younger because Joe had cable, and we talked about what that meant for us. And Joe had been a Flair fan since he was a kid, so Joe loved the fact that Flair went over, and the fact that Vince, who never. Uh, acknowledged history from another promotion. He always rebuilt them, gave them new names, gave them a fucking weird costume or whatever, like, but never, but Flair was allowed to come in as the nature boy, wearing his feathered robes, brought the NWA belt with him, not the 10 pounds of gold one, but the big gold belt, which everybody loves to this day still. So that was a huge coup. And then after all that, like still Vince putting the trust in Flair going, we're going to put the title on you. You're going to win the first ever Royal Rumble that had the title vacant and he wins it the last 60 minutes and came in at number three and like all this crazy stuff and like it's just amazing and so I, when he wrote that i was like yeah that's definitely going to be on part two so anthony i i pay tribute to you because that is a good moment and that has burned in a lot of our memories as wrestling fans seeing flair come over from years of being in crockett and the NWA flag bearer and WCW and then coming over and getting the respect and the treatment to be put on the top of the mountain. So Ric Flair winning the world heavyweight championship in WWF Royal Rumble 92 burned in Anthony's memory. Thank you very much for your suggestion. Good job, Anthony. And, hey, put uh, that so, yeah.
2: cigarette out. Bigger.
0: All right. I'm going to, so, I'm going to, I'm going to spin you one. You guys have probably <laughs> never seen this or heard of this, but believe it or not, I watched when I was a kid, I would watch glow wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, remember Glow? Yeah, of course. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling, and yeah. they did a fantastic Netflix documentary based on it, which was fun to watch. And she it was
1: shows really shows good. You. Yeah, yeah,
0: it was really freaking good. But anyways, there is a wrestler in 1987 by the name of Susie Spirit, wrestling <laughs> the Headhunters, and on a simple move, I believe it was just a just a like a roll, like an attempted roll, like a almost like a sunset flip into a roll. She like totally dislocates her arm at the elbow. Oh. <laughs> and.
1: <laughs> I want to know. I I think I vaguely remember this.
0: Yeah, and it's like I think about it all the time because there's one part of it where the headhunters, where they're trying, because they're trying to be, they're like ah, you know, still heels, they're less less, like heels and like they're not, they're they're very much like they're supposed to be like almost like primitive, right? And it's 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 a really shitty character by the yeah, they're supposed to be savage. It's not it's not okay either because it's bad, but. She actually takes the arm and shakes it one <gasps> time too. And I was like, huh! And they showed it over and over on replays, and you could tell like she's in immense pain. Like like the elbow, the elbow is totally disconnected at, at this. I God. believe
2: it this right- like,
0: That's how Stop. I remember it. I could be a little bit wrong Stop at what it. it is.
2: Susie Spirit's arm dislocated. Right now, I don't know the extent of the injury. Look at it there. Susie Spirit in obvious pain shrieking. There's Mika cheering. Once again, you see
0: Susie spirit in total control. She obviously recovered later, but they said too like that was part of the demise of Glow. And they aired that like on regular TV on a Saturday morning uh, and uh, didn't have any problem replaying it back. And
2: Glow was hardcore. They were like ECW.
1: Apparently.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. They didn't they didn't play around. Mass and, Transit
2: um, started in Glow.
3: <laughs> that's not true that's not true
0: that's okay. that's a terrible joke <laughs> i don't mean terrible as an unfunny either i mean that was that's really that's that's haunting craig that's my bad. Where, where your mic goes bad. sometimes i'm like oh my goodness but that's that was that one. i i think about it all the time and i had to go back and find where it was but it was in 1987 and actually aired on regular God. network television uh, it, there was
2: uh, no it exes it was vegas it was just some dude like
0: yeah i got some bras and we'll go put on know. a wrestling show him,
2: make some money yeah
0: that's exactly what it was yeah. i mean that you're right it was some guy with a little bit of cash and he was like semi-wealthy and wanted to do this and got somebody to produce it and off they went and only only one other i think only one lady from Glo actually went on to do other events of wrestling oh tina and i want to
1: say tina ferrari what tina was that tina ferrara uh, tina she ferrari was, she, was, she was ivory
0: yes yeah it was yeah. ivory yes yeah that was the only person who actually i remember they had ivory americana
1: they had the farm. russian like the farmer's daughter
0: and that's what's uh, funny because who was because, the hawaiian um, like
1: the blood like the mount olympus or something no mount fuji mount fuji, mount fuji. it was mount fuji yeah yeah mount but olympus. there
0: was, um, but, but it's funny you say matilda americana, matilda yes, was her enemy my... matilda was
1: the other
2: big one but yeah. no
0: but that that's that's one that one is you go back and find that you won't yeah you're not well, you do Jess,
2: I, I hope Jess finds it and, and uh, I guess lays the audio. I, guess she, I don't know if you put the figure it out. I'll figure something out. But all all cr- cr- I, we snap. Could, we could wrap it up here because I
1: like I like these episodes short and the fans can yep. relate to it. And everybody comment below on like your burned memory or whatever. We're gonna do a part three. I oh, yeah, would love to
0: hear them. If you if you bring up some ones that are really good, we'll put them on the next episode too. Yeah, yeah.
1: just like I did for That's Anthony cool. here.
0: Yeah, thanks, Anthony. That was a good one, buddy. Nice work. I, I do think about that that rumble quite a bit. It changed really put wrestling on its ear seeing that i only
1: give his happens. first and last name by the way because that's his handle on facebook so if you didn't want people to know your last name you shouldn't have it on your social media
0: yeah. <laughs> so, say enough. that well there you go Whoa, next week we're Roger like being Band. sued by anthony <laughs>
2: even though my first name and last name's still right down there
0: <laughs> like, oh yeah there we go all right well shoot for audio fans, give us a list on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Shit Your Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. And on social media, can you give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. And huh? don't forget that lovely daily motion where you <laughs> where you can have a lot of fun and watch some real videos and some good feedback. And what's fun about it, too, is most of the time, Jess doesn't even tell us what he's going to do. Yeah. And we get to watch it as a surprise. And we're like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. What do you, We'll finally see what it is. Oh, yeah, there's no like, rhyme or reason.
1: I try to have rhyme or reason to the topics on the main podcast here, and that's a lot of work, and it makes my brain hurt. Mm-hmm. So when we do Daily Motion, I'm like, I don't fucking care what month it is. I don't it's care just, if this it's the just fun. It. It's yeah. just fun. To be honest, it's yeah. mostly
2: glow matches. So <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Wouldn't that be sad if they he, he went and found that match you know, now we're going to watch it on a Daily Now motion. that you
2: say this as a companion to this
1: episode, you might go on Daily Motion this week, and we'll watch that fucking match where she breaks her arm <laughs> and it gets thrown across the ring. That's yes. my Mandela effect, thinking that it got thrown across the ring, but it yeah. did not
0: Hell yeah! Yeah,
1: and she ate yeah. it. What?
0: There you go. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get out of here. Have a good one, team. Bye. All
1: All right. Right, fuck you guys.
0: Whoa! Whoa! that's. <laughs>